Today's podcast is officially sponsored by My Crew Doses. Yes, your ears do not deceive you officially. Amanita muscaria. That is a mushroom, ladies and gentlemen. And this particular blend helps you sleep, helps you rest. Slept like a log. I think I, I tallied nine, maybe ten hours of straight sleep. Usually I get up. Usually I go up to go pee. Not this time. I didn't check my bed. I might have wet myself, but it doesn't matter. I got nine hours of deep sleep. Vivid dreams as well. So if you guys are interested in this stuff, you have to be 18 or older to use this, by the way. If you're interested in this type of thing, go to mycrewdoses.com and at checkout, use promo code THECHAMBER. Get you a little 10% off. Welcome to the Curiosity Chamber. Oh, Jesus. It would help if I put my mic on. What's up, you little rascals? Off to a horrible start. But hey, I'm here. You're here. We're all here. We're here together. So let's make a podcast, right? Let's do the damn thing. Um, I guess there is something called uh, fantasizing about suicide. Now, I don't know what the uh, the real terminology is, except I definitely have that. And I don't know if it's because I have some kind of mental retardation with inside of me, or because I think too much, or because I'm, I like to think I'm creative. I say I'm artistic, you may say I'm autistic. Whatever. Is there really a difference? Um, a lot of, yeah, man, a lot of times, like, I'll just find myself, Mike, if I could just jump from this seventh floor story right now, and then what would happen? Well, obviously, I'd probably die, I think. But, like, I have the free, the free will to do that. I'm, I will never do it. I will never do it. I will never do any of these things that I'm about to talk about. Maybe I shouldn't say never, but I'm going to say never. Because I don't know who I'm going to be in 10 years. No idea. Right now, it's never crossed my mind to actually do it. But I think about, like, what, like, I think about I have the capability to do it. We all do. So, like, if you're driving on the, the highway, like, if you just swerve to the left, like, what does that look like? What happens? You know, it's just like all these scenarios, I guess. Maybe it's because I play too many video games in open world to where I've actually done it. I'm trying to think why I think it's like this weird phenomenon. Maybe we could look it up. You guys want to look it up? Fuck it. Let's look it up. We're doing a little therapy session today. And maybe some of you guys have this as well. Who knows? Google. Um, what do we say? Fantasizing about suicide is what? Oh my God, help is available. Jesus, this podcast is off to a horrible start. Someone's going to be fucking knocking at my door soon. Have you fantasized about suicide? You're not alone. Told you. I knew it was real. Most everyone has suicidal fantasies at some point. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm not the only one. These can range from imagining how upset loved ones would be over your death, wishing relief from emotional or physical pain. When I think about it, it's never that. Or thinking about suicide as an act of courage or rebellion. I don't know about that either. I, I'm just, I think about it because I can think about it. And you have the, it's always an option. Like it's always on the table. You can always do it. That's why I think about it. I don't know. Because you have free will. 
while these thoughts and fantasies can be scary, they don't necessarily indicate a strong wish to die. By examining suicidal fantasies, we can learn about the underlying desires or mental physical anguish driving these thoughts. Oh, Jesus. Following up on this, how can suicidal fantasies be helpful? Having a suicidal fantasy is one way of saying to ourselves, Hey there, I need something. My feelings matter. And it was an exclamation point. So that's why I'm yelling. Suicidal fantasies indicate our desire for permission to have negative feelings, no matter how difficult or unwanted. When we do not know how to express these feelings, anger, revenge, or loneliness, for example, they can cause us to daydream about suicide. This is because often we either feel ashamed of our negative feelings and try to make them go away, or because we don't know how best to cope with these powerful feelings. But negative feelings are normal, and they don't just go away without being addressed. Okay, well that answered nothing of mine. Maybe it helped you, I guess, if you have these fantasies like I do. Um... Yeah, I don't know. That didn't answer anything. I don't feel better after reading that. The fuck was the point of that? Okay, where do we go now? I don't know. Um, have you? How about uh? Have you ever seen the movie Minority Report? I guess there's a little linkage here. Minority Report. So that's with Tom Cruise, and if I can say it properly, Minority Report. They can. The police can actually see who's about to commit a crime before it actually happens and they arrest that person. And there's a lot of indication saying that that's where our society, like that's where life is headed. Like being able to kind of like know your thoughts before you're even thinking them, you know? So what if I get arrested for thinking about, these suicidal fantasies and some people do like homicide fantasies. I'm told I've never done. Well, no, I have, I definitely have. I have, I have thought about it. I'm like, what if I just take this hammer right now and just start swinging it? I'm never going to do it. I'll never fucking do it. But it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm bored and just like, there's all of these free will alternative worlds that you can live in. And then I'll be like, Maybe in some other parallel universe, I actually did that. You know, I'll never fucking act on it. I don't want to hurt people. I love people sometimes. And it's interesting, man, because if they can read our thoughts and they see that thought at that particular time of my life, and see that I'm just having a thought like that. I'll never act on that thought, but I'm having that thought and they arrest me. Well, now I'm wrongfully accused. That's a dangerous game, man. So how could you be so sure that if what someone is thinking is just a fantasy or reality, or they're about to act on that? And this... This topic might seem like woo-woo or like, oh, we don't ever have to worry about it. But I think we fucking do, man. I think we do. I think there's going to be a time when we can... We're just going to be under surveillance. That's where the road seems to be going. Because the freedom of speech shit is already ridiculous. You can't even post like comedy stuff on social media right now without someone taking it down. 
the hell is that all about, man? Who's the gatekeeper? Who's to say like, yeah, that's okay. No, that's not okay. So there's like a dictator in office. That's not what the fuck you want. That's why we have the First Amendment, man. Like our founding fathers knew exactly what people are capable of. They knew exactly what people are capable of. And it's a fucking power high. It's a power rush. People, for whatever reason, in this hierarchy, hierarchy want to fucking control people and have all of the power. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's been it's been a thing since like we were chimps, you know, before we evolved and double sized our brain and and you know started walking upright. Cause they still do it. Chimpanzees still do it. They live by that hierarchy. You know, there's one leader. Someone always wants to lead her. I think we gotta get away from that shit. I don't know. I don't know what what else can be put in place? I have no idea. I haven't really thought that far into it, but I know that if you give so, like, think about your fucking boss, man. Everyone's had a bad boss. Every single person has probably had a bad boss, a boss that you just, you couldn't, you just dreaded going into work, man. You'd rather like try and stab yourself in the gut a couple times and be like, yo, I can't come into work. I got stabbed. Like a boss like that, dude. I remember I had a boss like that. It's the worst because you depend on money and now you got to interact with someone that you would never in your entire life interact with. Like you would not be friends with this person. This person would not be in your circle of friends, but you have to fucking deal with this person Monday through Friday. You have to deal with that person more than you have to deal with your family. And when I say deal with your family, be with your family, you know? Or be with your your loved ones. You have to see that boss more. Because you depend on a paycheck. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You give someone a little bit of power and you never know what you're going to get. You never know what is about to be created. I don't know how to get away from it. I think it's just, it's important to talk to and... You know, have it fall on some ears so we're aware of it. So I guess that's why I brought it up. Yeah, we're all over the place. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've been uh, in a depression lately. Like the last probably three weeks. And shit's just been hard, man. It's just been hard. You know, not having a job. I'm still on that job market, still looking. I have an interview tomorrow, if anybody cares. Um, it's just hard because nothing goes away. You know, like the bills are still there. Everything is still there, except your income is gone. And my liquidity is drying up pretty damn quick. I got let go on August 8th. It's almost been, it's been a month and a half now. And I guess what gets me is just like, I was on such a good schedule, dude. God, my regimen was like, finally, finally, we fucking did it, man. We don't got to worry about shit. Like you're performing at your job. You're doing so good. Like everything's fall. Everything you do is now just like, A supplement, like an enhancer 
to your base your baseline. My baseline was that job. It's job security. So if I were to go pursue other things, and if I failed at those things, I always have that safety net, that backup, because I'm good at my job. Well, that's gone. You know? So it's like... It just sucks because... Do you want to hear something fucked up, man? Like, I... Throughout my whole entire career, my working career, I've been working since like 20, like legitimately working since 20. I don't count like the Best Buy jobs, like those little retail stores. That's not really work. That's just getting a little bit of a paycheck so you can go do shit with your friends. But like trying to have a career, you know, since since I was like 20, 21. I have never been promoted in my entire life. I've never had a fucking promotion. I'm 35 now. I've never had a single promotion. Not one. Not a single one. That is fucking wild to hear myself say it. It's wild to hear myself say it. That doesn't seem right at all. I Every time I've gotten a promotion... It's because I gave myself a promotion. I left the job and got a different job that pays more. After three years, I wasn't getting a raise, so I left. You know, This job that I just lost, I was doing good, and they, there were so many promises about, yeah, dude, you're going to be a, a senior SDR, and then you'll be an account executive. Like You're doing so good. It's been two years. On the initial phone call of the interview, they said within eight months, I'll be moved up. I came into this organization and fucked things up in in a good way. You know, like I killed it. And there was no promotion after a year. I got President's Club, which means I hit above and beyond my quota. Still no promotion. And then all of a sudden I get let go. Again, not a promotion. And it's just like, dude, how, how many times can you fucking do this? Is this is this what fucking life is, man? Been working for 15 years, I've never gotten a promotion. And I guess I've never actually really expressed that to myself. It's always been in my mind, obviously, cuz I live this experience. But that just seems wild. And there's just so much bullshit that they fill you up with. I can understand if you get fired for not doing your job. I was doing my job and I got let go, dude. And now I have to start from fucking scratch, which sucks. Because I have a kid and it's like everything's starting to boil up. You know? Like child support is still due. His school is still due. My fucking rent is still due. And all because whether the the company I worked for before is going to get bought out and they want to make the balance sheet look a little better, they fucking let a bunch of people go. And that's fucking corporate America. It's just disturbing, dude. And I feel for people. I feel for people. Because it's really easy to fall into some, some fucking deep, dark habits, which I used to have. 
Like, dude, I can, like, if I was still in my ways, like, if I was still popping pills and shit, I would be a, I would be a vegetable on my couch right now. You wouldn't be, you would not be hearing from me. I would be toast. Just because of, like, how I feel. I'm very in tune with my body. And the last two weeks, I haven't been feeling right at all. And I'm trying to to center that. I'm trying to do some things, you know, to re refine myself, I guess. But it's just, it's just been rough. I'm, I have to have some kind of balance, I guess. Cause I can go off the deep end real fast. And I know I could, I know I could. And right now I just feel like I'm holding on for dear life. Just fucking holding on for dear life. I have like, uh, maybe like two, two more months worth of money of rent before shit gets real salty but it's just draining away real quick and I don't know how long it takes to find jobs now, but I've been applying for about a month and it seems like there's a lot of jobs out there, but everything I apply for, I'm not qualified somehow. So I don't know who's looking for jobs in the job market right now. And if I'm just like outmatched by someone who's has like 30 fucking years in sales you know, and has a master's degree, how can I compete with that? I just can't. If there's like an inflation on people looking for jobs who are more qualified, I'm fucked. And I think that's what's happening right now. But then you have to take a step back. You have to take a step back. So that's like the negative me. That's, that's, one part of me looking at all the bad sides, right? I think most people have both sides in them as well, kind of like me, but it's it's being able to take a step back and being able to see it from a bird's eye view. Like, yeah, okay. So everything I just spoke about, articulated, is how I feel from a fear point of view. Now, on the other side, there's there's this this place in me that lives that that's just optimism all the way. Okay, so you got let go. You can't change that. It happened. Stop dwelling on it. This is this is a wonderful time for you to find a new job that pays you more. You were at that job for two years. You didn't get a raise. There were a lot of red flags that were happening, you know, so you got cut cleaned and now you have the ability to go find a job that pays double, you know, and meet new contacts, meet new friends, get a new network. You know, that's the the optimistic side. And that's that's where we have to live. Except the other side lives inside of us, man. The 
the dark places. And it's like, how do we alleviate that? Should we alleviate that? You know, is it good to have a sense of that in you? You know, because that type of shit, all the negative stuff gives you a sense of urgency. You know, it makes you kind of rely on yourself. You know, if you were just simply this happy-go-lucky and you never thought about the bad shit that could happen, well, then you can find yourself in a, a real sticky situation because you won't even be aware of that, of what can happen until it already happens because you weren't thinking about all the negative shit that can go wrong. So it's a yin and yang, dude. It's a yin and yang. I think it's I think it's healthy. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Let me know. Is it healthy or not? To have both of these fighting sides going on inside of me at once, you know. I don't know. It's just it's the last 2 weeks I just noticed I haven't been feeling the same way just because the stuff I like to do they don't feel enjoyable right now at the moment. I know it's not permanent, but it just doesn't feel like fishing. I don't even enjoy it right now. I fucking love fishing. When I go out fishing, I it's like I feel like I'm wasting my time. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Going to comedy, like I don't right now I don't enjoy that. I don't feel very funny right now. So how can I how can I act on that when I don't even feel funny? Like I'm in a different energy right now. You have to be in tuned and like have a certain rhythm when you're when you're on stage trying to make people laugh. You know, how could I possibly do that right now when I have this thing just eating at me? Like you you got to find a job, dude, because that money's running out. Rents due, child supports due. Bills are due. Like it's it's hard for me to try and be funny right now with that creeping on me. I think the fix, obviously, the fix is finding a job, and it's a catch fucking twenty two, because the same place I'm gonna find a job, the in the corporate world, is the same place that put me in this fucking situation, and that's me putting a blame on someone, and I fucking hate doing that. I hate doing that, but it is what it is. You know, they let me go. And the fix is for me to find a job sooner than later so I can get back to myself and I'm able to enjoy my hobbies again and we can continue on that path of, you know, going to um, the stand-up nights, open mic nights, and just being more of who I was. Because right now, I'm not who the fuck I was. Right now, I don't know who I am. And I'm glad, I guess I'm glad I can see that right now. <sighs> but just know it's hard, people. It's fucking hard. I'm going through it. I'm going through the ringer right now. But something will come. Something will come, right? And uh hope everyone's doing good out there as well. If you find yourself in the same situation as me, feel free to hit me up. We can chat. We can talk. 
You know, sometimes it's nice to talk to somebody that's either been through that type of shit or is going through it. You know, can try and help each other. That's what it's all about. But let's move away from that for a second. I want to talk about um I want to talk about how I feel that there seems to be like um like a controlled demolition going on within our country. Does anyone else feel like that? Like there's a controlled demolition happening within politics, within the economy? So I was at the health club earlier today, and that helps me feel a lot better. The ice bath and health club makes me feel so much better. That was a little side note. But when I was working out, I was just kind of like fathoming. I'm like, would you go on an airplane and you know that the captain of that airplane has a bad brain? He's old. He's 86 years old. He's... He's falling upstairs. He falls off bicycles. He can't complete sentences. He needs to be told what to do. Like, he needs his hand to be held every single step of the way. Would you trust that guy running a fucking country? And no offense to airplane pilots, you guys are very important. Very important. But running a country is tenfold more important because so many more lives are at stake. I mean, there is the the catastrophe that can happen of a, a nuclear fallout, you know? One wrong step. And that can be that can be it. You know, for everything that we see around us right now, what we know is life right now, that could be it. In the blink of a fucking eye and the snap of a finger. Would you trust getting on that airplane with a person that has the mental capacity and physical stature of Joe Biden, would you get on that airplane? No, no, you fucking wouldn't. And we can't, we can't look at this strictly on teams. I don't give a fuck if you're a Democrat. I don't give a fuck if you're a Republican. I don't care. I did. It's not even about that. It's about the individual who is running the fucking country. You can see with your own eyes and listen with your own ears that this man is not okay. And he is running the fucking airplane into the ground. You would not get on that airplane. He's going to crash that burden to the ground. And it's not just him. It's like a, it's like a, a multitude of these people. I think the, now, excuse me. I don't know exactly. I think it's the governor of Pennsylvania who had a stroke. He looks like Lurch, that guy, the bald guy who wears fucking hoodies all the time. That dude. Why? Why Why would you possibly have someone that just had a stroke in office running a country, dude, running a state or whatever the fuck his part is, and you have Mitch McConnell who froze twice, two times in Senate. And then you have uh, another woman. I think she's like 98 years old and she gave up like ownership of her own life to her, her daughter, I think. Why are you running the country? This seems like a controlled demolition. Okay. If you, you want the sharpest tools in the shed running 
the fucking country. You want the most brilliant minds. You want the most rational people. You want people who take care of themselves, who have discipline running this country. Anything else, anything else is bullshit. You do not want people in their fucking 80s running this country, flying that airplane. No, absolutely not. I want someone who is fucking taking care of themselves, who's on a wonderful diet, who has self-discipline, you know, mentally sharp, flying that airplane. Make me feel a little bit better. I just wanted to get that off my chest, dude. It seems like a controlled demolition. Having the goddamn circus running this freak show. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, I have softball here in a little bit. So we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for listening to me complain a little bit and getting some shit off my chest. We're going to try to get some uh, some guests on the show so I can stop rambling to all you guys and to myself. But these solo episodes feel good sometimes. So I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to me. I love you guys. Um, stay positive out there, all right? Stay positive out there for me. Um, you know, just do what you can. Stay as long as you can, and uh, remember, I love you. All right? Peace.